Welcome to Fresh from the Esky. Subtitled Ordinary Lives, Ordinary People. Accompanied by Ordinary Production, Ordinary Editing. Sit back, grab a beer, relax and enjoy. Righto, welcome listeners to episode 38 of Fresh from the Esky. This will be our last guest for the year, I think anyway, pretty sure it will be one of Benny, your co-host, and you finish up in a couple more weeks? Yeah. Or next week? Next week, I think it will be. So this will be our final guest, and we've got along Malcolm Kenny. Yes, Touch football icon. (laughs) We'll run with that for the moment anyway. Yeah, he's been be- been begging me to come on the show every day at work. You need to get me on. You need to get me on. I'm sure so he has I finally, been. Yeah, finally yeah, got him on. I've been into him for the last four, 40 weeks of the year. Get me yeah. on from the Eskimos. You have represented your country, haven't you? Yeah, I have. But this I would have. be a highlight, though. This yeah, would this be is greater a, than that, would What's the first on a podcast for myself? So, it, um, yeah, no, certainly up there. Well, Probably. you started at the top, like. You didn't start with crappy podcasts. You went straight <laughs> to the top. That's great to see. Like, yeah. I mean, you could have went to those alpha blokes and talked about your sexual exploits or something. Yes. But much yes, better, much family-friendly on this one. So actually, I'm still chasing their 100,000 listens or whatever, anyway. <laughs> But we we do have a beer, which I think they pinched from us, actually. I think they taste beers on theirs now as well. Yeah, they've definitely stolen that from us. Yeah. Actually, those guys at Alpha Blaze, you could get us on sometime to speak to you. I see they get the guys from Hello Sport. Look at that. Kill Kenny, eh? Yeah. Yeah, Kill Kenny. You would have tried them before. I have. I have. It's just so... I don't know. It makes sense, doesn't it? Why do you have to shake them, Ben? Is there something in them? there's something in there. Oh, there's probably a leprechaun in there. What did we? Got the ball in there. Yeah, I think it's a ball in there. What am I meant to do? Turn it upside down or something? I don't know. I did mine real quick. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother about. Rooting Island, imported, served, chill. Jesus. So Ben, I was thinking of you actually. Then I just saw it. I thought, well, Malcolm Kenny, Kill Kenny. That doesn't have a good tone to it, does it? But you're going to have to get a beer for over in England, Benny. You can't just drink Australian beer all no. the time. You have to get one of their beers that you'll be your go-to beer. Tell you what, I don't think it'll be this one. Really? No, I'm not a, not a fan of that. Not a fan? Why'd you turn it upside down? I thought you said there was a ball in it or something. Oh, I think there is. Yeah, it sounds like there is, eh? Yeah. If you give it a little... Sh- that's why I was shaking it. I thought there was something in there. Um, yeah, no, I'm not a big yeah. fan of that, to be honest. It uh, activates when you open the can, so we're on now. There we go, yeah. It doesn't even taste like beer. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's very... Um, it tastes like flat beer. It's very... What's the word? What's the word? It's, it's so Irish, they forgot to Barley? put bubbles in. Multi? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, mine had a lot of bubbles. Mine was the one fizzling when I opened it. Well, maybe I'm still waiting for the ball to react. Tell what, kill Kenny, not good. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not a great beer. I won't be going to Ireland for any of those, any of these or anything like that. You hadn't tried that before, Benny? Nah. You had, though, Mel? Yeah, I tried it down at Malilla Bar. Malilla Bar probably literally four months ago. It was an Irish bar, and I walked straight in and said, righto. Kill Kenny, it rhymes with the last name, sort of, so we gave it a whirl, and first impression by the group was uh, fairly ordinary. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Fairly rubbish. I agree with your group, it's fairly ordinary. Guinness is Irish as well, yeah, isn't it? Guinness. They just can't do beer, can they? Guinness, I think you'll find, is a stout, though. Yeah, but like that's well, maybe they just can't do alcohol then in general. <laughs> yeah, probably not. What can the Irish do? Oh, I did not say that. Conor McGregor might be around, or listening. 
Yeah, anyway, no, that's not great. Yeah, I'm not going to rate that one highly. I rate Malcolm Kenny much higher. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we know about Malcolm Kenny? I, I don't know a real lot, to be honest. I know you had a run with the Glenmore Bulls a few years back, um, ended with a little bit of controversy. Yes. Yeah, and I've had a couple of, couple of on and off stints, yeah. you could say. I feel like you played... Did you play 13s? I played... No, nah, 15s. 15s. I played 15s and 17s. Um... Yeah, no, I got conned into it by Joshua Redsell, uh, probably a good friend. Uh, yeah, the Redsells me, convinced me to go down and play, and then I think we, I played probably Ben, who I had no idea Ben who Ben was back then. And then, um, yeah, played 15, 17s, and then I think I got, not slack for a year, but touch kind of took over, and I went down that path, and then came back to seniors for, I think it was two years, and mm. then went missing again, and... Came back this year for one game. Yeah, one game we, we lost. <laughs> what did you play that one game? I played one oh, game right. against, yeah. Panthers. against Panthers on the old yeah. boys' day, and it went down. Yeah, on the miserable. old boys. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were desperate for numbers that day. Yeah, actually, it took no my ruck spot actually you, too. You did look a little out of touch, actually. Yeah, no, I certainly did. I was I can't blame you for really choosing the um, touch route when you <laughs> when you're going as successful as you were in touch. But we'll get into that later. Um, but we would have known each other. I reckon. How old do you reckon when we went on that Cape Palmerson trip? Do you remember that Cape Palmerson trip, camping trip we went on? Yes. With the Redsels? Yeah. Do you remember Malcolm being there? No. He, he was there. Was it Cape Palmerson? It was Cape Palmerson. I reckon it was 2012. Yeah. I reckon I've still got photos on my phone about it. 2012, 2013. That's the one where we got stranded and... I cried the first night because we were bogged on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. No, no drunk. Like, come and got us out. <laughs> the next morning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Actually, no, they didn't get us out. They had a go, didn't they? Ended up bogging their own truck and bashing their own trucks up and that. Yeah, I don't know. But I remember we went, we did go yes. to Cape Palmerston Cape together. Palmerston so was, yeah, the Hodgins, the Red Souls, and obviously myself, I tagged along. Yeah. I remember yeah. the Hodgins brought a quad along. Yeah, we yeah. did, yeah. And um, William, no. The Williams, Williams were there. Yeah. There? Yep. And I want to say, was the Grantels there? i got a feeling they were too, actually, yes. I think Blade would have been okay. there. Would have been one of our last... I think Cape Palmerston was kicked was the out last. of Clearview at the time. Mm. But I remember there's a there's a photo of it somewhere. I think we we must be thinking about the same photo, and it's like the Red Souls, and then me, Tyler, Joel, a, and I've you. Got a, I've literally got a couple of my phones. Like someone on the lookout. I think. We're yeah, all on the lookout. Posing we're like, up. Yeah. Yeah. All got, like backs up against each other, arms folded. Yeah. Joel's only like I reckon we'd be no older than five or six. In yeah. The photo, no. So. Yeah. Yeah. Pain, pains were there too. Was that when Darcy Payne... Oh, no, I might be thinking... I think that was Clearview. Clearview, yeah, the sting, Stingray. I mean, we would have went to school together. You just would have been a grade above me, though. Yeah, yeah, two years above. No, only one. One. Yeah, one year above. So you're local, born yeah, and Yeah, no, I was... Well, yeah, born in Rocky, um, and grew up in grew up in Marlborough. Mum and Dad ran a service station, the BP out there, for 10 or so, 8, 10 years. Oh, right, yeah, the Marlborough... Um, yeah, yep. my old VP. I actually burnt down two years ago. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, moved in. Then went to yeah, Allenstown preschool, primary school to about year year four, and then jumped ship over to Frenchville, and then obviously went to Amaya's, and then yeah, just grew up in Rocky from there. I didn't know that you went to Allenstown. I thought you were just Frenchville the whole way through. Yeah, no, Allenstown. Yeah, preschool to grade four, which has met like a lot of those oh, some friends, I guess, and then yeah, met more. And the Frenchville and the Northsiders, I guess you could say. And then, um, yeah, went to Amaz and then, I guess, through sport, through a lot of connections, you meet a lot of women people. So the sport was always there? like. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like, I was literally, I think I was telling 
might have been um, might have been Ben or another co-worker that I pretty much gave like every sport a go I reckon except for maybe soccer but I've done like yeah basketball and it's always well, yeah touch I guess I gave it all a go but it's always been there even from like, like an early young age I mum and dad sports people or uh, just mum was yep. mum was mum was more a runner she was a runner dad was he was all in the cars dad's a mad carman I guess uh, forward through and through and through so um, yeah I guess just through watching sport I guess I wanted to give it all a go so I did that yeah well which most kids do well most yeah a lot of kids do I suppose a lot of kids they say don't do any sports now but I, I don't know about that but you know, you try everything to find out something you're mm. good at, I suppose, or something you enjoy more than yeah. being good at it. Though it helps if you're good at it, you enjoy it more. Did you do club cricket for a couple yeah, of years did as cricket. well? Yeah, did cricket for a... Um, bowler? Yeah, bowler. Yeah, fast bowler. bowler? Yeah, well, I tried bowler. to bowl fast. But I felt, yeah. it felt fast at the time. Um, I remember doing that with a lot of... Um, what have been probably a lot of Ben's friends uh, that we literally saw, like Isaac Mitchell and Jack Peacock, a couple of those guys that... Um, yeah, met those and just did it down the road here. So I did cricket for like, yeah, two or three years and I was a bowler, not a batter. I reckon I got it for a duck every single time I batter. I just hated it. And would just, yeah, swing the covers off it, I guess. So, yeah, and I then, um, yeah, I just ended up being a fast bowler. You do look the build for a runner. Yeah, no, running I quite enjoyed. I enjoyed, like, went to the States a couple of times for cross country and long distances. Um, yeah, I don't think over that, that 3K, 6K, 8Ks, I thoroughly enjoy. Um, and I, I don't know why, to be honest. I think it was just more an endurance test myself. And all through school, it'd be like, yeah, like a, one, you won like the district, you won your school, let's go to the next level of states. Um, where I got eighth down in the Queensland for like three, or cross country, sorry. So, and what's those states? States, for, yeah. For, um, it would have been, yeah, last year of primary school, year six, so year seven at backwards then. So. Yeah, so you're already representing your school and area. Yeah, so, I did, yeah, so running, running I quite enjoyed. So, um, I don't know how it came about, but yeah, I just enjoyed it. But more and, the long distance, yeah. Yeah, long distance. Touches based on short. Yeah, touches totally opposite. Touches like more like. 40 seconds on the field and you're like yeah little sharps like short sharp sprints like 20 meter sprints but then yeah some reason I was I was yeah like the endurance side of it like doing like the 6 kilometer runs 8 kilometer runs pretty much but you could time. sprint as well you, like, you, I, I feel like I remember you used to be pretty far like, yeah, I, I think you're still I'm pretty now, I'm pretty oh I don't know toot my own horn but I feel I feel quick but um yeah, Ben feels quick. Yeah, well, can you outrun Ben? I reckon I've got Ben covered. Yeah, I reckon he's yeah, got I think most people. I remember I joined. I think him. there's three of us sitting and we've both got Ben covered. Yeah, I've yeah. got, got <laughs> you. I've got you covered. <laughs> I don't think so. But no, sprinting like well, 100 meters and 200, I feel comfortable well as men. Like, like I feel well, pretty quick, I guess. So. Oh, I'm pretty sure you did lose in an athletics carnival, <laughs> didn't you, though? Yeah, no, this I w- year? went up against some fast year 12 boys. I'm on the test myself, the eight fastest boys at the school. I think mean, I got top. I think I got fourth or third. Yeah, I think it was fourth. Yeah, I think well, I, that's not too bad. No, I got a bad. I, got, I blame it on a bad start. I was just wearing barefoot. Other boys had the spikes, so I'm taking a bit too serious. Starting blocks. Yeah. Jeez, they are quick then. Yeah. yeah no. Plus, they're all like 17, 18 year olds, and I'm a big 25 year old. Yeah, no, you're getting there. on a bit. Yeah, <laughs> getting on a bit. Was there any of these sports there. that you tried out that you weren't really successful in? Because um, I, I feel I don't know whether it's just you telling me all these stories, no, but I feel like I, you seem to be pretty good at most of them. I've tried. I tried soccer. I was useless at it, so I gave that up. AFL, you probably watched me. I'm no good at it. As soon as AFL, I don't know. It's um, 17s. You want, you were up there though. You yeah. And I think it was Jack Hughes. Yeah, yeah, you played in our seniors. Yeah, no, I played. I played seniors, and then I don't. I guess 
certain attributes of the game work better for me. Like, I've never taken the time and skill to actually learn how to, like, drop punt the ball correctly. I just kind of kick it rugby league style. Um, and even, like, I guess when I get the ball in open space, that's when I feel most comfortable, I guess, so I can just run, bounce the ball every, like, 10 or 15 metres, whatever it is, and obviously get around a lot of defenders, and then they're kicking it be, like, a 50-50 accuracy shot whether I hit the guy on the mark, which is probably the downside and the reason why I hated it, because I remember going, like, see, you're training every Tuesday, Thursdays, and not being able to hit the person on the mark would drive me insane so um but it's probably none of my own like my own undoing i can never actually practice it but um yeah certain sports never worked out like i remember doing basketball as a kid i hated it was no good at it for some reason like you think being tall you actually be half a ride at it but yeah then yeah. soccer as well but um but yeah that no, rugby league i did that made like rep sites for that rugby union as well played last year made the cq like the brahmins team um in high school so probably wasn't a mean feat I don't think actually people any trials for it so <laughs> it was um, yeah so a couple of sports didn't work out so when did the touch start the touch actually they came in probably I can I remember it was this year 7 at French for it was a Red Rooster comp I would have been about 14 um, and a bunch of friends said oh hey we're one person short do you reckon you come down and play Red Rooster so I went down there played Red Rooster for the um, for the weekend and then we made Division 1 final and I got Division 1 um or MVP of the final. I initially played a game of touch my life and it was just I was quick talk and pass catch and run I guess and then um, yeah so that was my very first year and then, so I was under 14s and then I remember the next year under 15s I just made the Rocky team and then yeah 16s I made the CQ team and then yeah 17s I made the Queensland team it's just been Australia like that progression I think and then yeah 2000 when I was under 20s under nine and under twenties, I made the yeah my debut for the Australian under twenty side, which went over to New Zealand. So uh, yeah, so it's a little late start because a lot yep. of my friends that they've taken up since like under eights, under tens, and they've obviously been in the whole touch kind of realm of things. But yeah, I was real late to the sport to be honest. Would that be in the friends like like Harry Griffin and the Moors, or was it like Josh Redsall? Um, it was, more, it was more Josh Redsall yeah, the guys. Yeah, they used to be. It in was touch. like Josh Redsall, um, Caleb Tull, um, Mateus Mann, like some little like guys that. Not those Frenchal yeah, boys. Yeah, all well, the Frenchal yeah. boys. Like, none of those guys that I reckon actually, except for maybe Harry Griffin, who I actually didn't know at the time, they actually all, well, they don't play touch now, except for Harry. So, probably a good eight or nine core group that I actually started with, they don't play anymore. So, um, yeah, without those guys, if they asked me to play that afternoon, I don't think I would have touched the sport at all, to be really honest. So, you can imagine, we, this is a rugby league heartland. We yeah, cop a bit of ridicule being gay FL Yeah, players. yeah. So, how much do you cop... For a sport that today oh, actually you don't tackle at all. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's at um, at the school that we work at, the old um, the nest. Um, we I cop it a fair bit, literally just by <laughs> all the students. But um, yeah, now and again, whenever I played, I played union all last year for Frenchville, and we actually like a bunch of like four or five touch mates come along with me, like Damon and Bailey and Blake and whatnot. And I think it was just the basic skill that we had. Like we ended up winning the comp. Because first, of the skill yeah, levels just in, Yeah, just in our, like, our... Because our whole back line that we used was just all touch people. And, like, we're not big, like, dopey rugby union players. Like, we're touch people. And finding space was a lot easier for us. So, every time, like, we ran the plays through, like, the backs, we'd make easy metres and end up just keep scoring. And then... So, you're winning on attack more than defense? Yeah. Because, I mean, tackling yeah. is a big part yeah, of it. Yeah, it is. It, and, like the, like, the tackling side of it, we actually didn't mind. But then... You see, like, you watch those common union games and they kick it down and, like, you're in 22 and, like, the... I think 99% of the time, if you get the ball kicked to you inside your 22, you want to kick it out. 
and get them back on the back foot. Whereas us touch boys, we'd say, oh, no, we're not going to kick it. Let's just we're run, run it. it out. So we just ran it out. And then nine times out of ten, I reckon we made 50, 60 metres. And then we'd score and then the opposition would say, oh, go back to touch, like you bunch of pussies, like shit like that. It's just like, all oh, right, eh? Yeah. But then I think they just got I don't know how they can say much after your school. No, really. I, think they, I think they just got the shits with it and they kept saying us to go back to touch and then we ended up, yeah, we wiped the floor the whole season. We just went through, I think we lost one game, but yeah, won the semi, won the final pretty convincingly and um, yeah, that was it. They just always, every time we scored, I'll go back to touch. I'm like, oh, we've been here at this sport, so why don't you come play ours now? <laughs> yeah, so... Really, maybe it's a good idea for union and league players to play a bit of touch. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I, I reckon it. Um, yeah, it certainly helps with like yeah, finding space literally and stop running at faces. Run it like run at a space right next to them. Like they just wanna. I don't know. They always love that contact. I'm like that's probably the last thing I feel like doing sometimes. No, so sometimes in touch you do run at a guy to make him touch. Yeah, literally. Yeah, you do. You have a play. You run at a guy to obviously. Well, you try and think like three or four plays ahead, I guess, and then if you want to get that guy in a certain position you'll make that a physical touch on him so you actually like he's out of the play then because he's got to get back on side so um, you know you certainly do that in touch I reckon but most times you probably make the touch on a guy it's only when it comes to like tackle four or touch five sorry that you want to yeah hit that space so you'll just keep rucking at the same guy throughout a whole set sometimes so I think it's hugely beneficial I think I, I remember Tyler and I did one season of it I think we played for Buccaneers would have been a very, good club. very good low club. low division Buccaneers team, I think. But yeah, I remember the dunks, the splits. Dump and splits, yes. Yeah, the dunks, dunks yes. Splits, yeah. Is that a move or is that a person? It is a move. Yeah. It is a move. Ben still knows. It's good to see. Yeah. I was. I actually went and watched Malcolm play his, um, like the top division here. Semi, yeah. I think it was. Semi, yes. I got, yeah. I got knocked out about 20 seconds in. That was all yeah. I remember it. And, and a game of touch got knocked out. Yeah. yeah. I was, was going to make a, I was going to make a touch and then I'm before... Um, before the uh, Connery's name, we could have caught the ball. Actually, just jammed his shoulder, and I was, I was out to it. Yeah, like it was <laughs> I, was on the I was so surprised, like because I hadn't seen. I don't reckon I'd seen a game of touch. Like I played that, that what he mentioned earlier, the Red Rooster Cup. I think I played it grade eleven and twelve with mates like Ricky Hayden and Jacob and Polar and all that. And but obviously we weren't taking it too serious. We were just mucking around out there. Um, but then actually going to see like yeah the division one here. Like, it, it's a lot more physical and intense than I expected. Like, there was a fair mm. few collisions in that as well, like... And it'd just be because, I think the one with you, like, you were going for the ball or something, yeah. and he was just yep. looking straight at it too and just, yeah, collided. Yeah, I can imagine it's um fast. Yeah. yeah and I can imagine once you get grown men out there, especially on a smallish yep. field, I think 70 by 30 or something, the field. Uh, 70 it? by, yeah, I think 45, something yeah, like that. So, so it's, it's reasonably small. Yeah, compared to rugby league, like mm. you know, people running at collision speeds, there's going to be collisions every now. Yeah, and no, those lines is. are always crooked that you're paying. <laughs> mate. You're going in other dimensions of the field. <laughs> Usually 45, 50, maybe 35 some days. But um, it's an Australian game too. Did you know that? Yeah, it's been in Australia. No, I didn't know that. Years, it's been around 50 years. It hadn't been around as long as me actually, but. Um, like, what, was it developed for rugby league or rugby union? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Originally, I think it started with eight players on the same the same field I mentioned with eight players, and they eventually went to seven, and they're like, oh, we still can't. They think they found it hard to actually score because everyone's only got about four metres of space to actually have to mark up in, which is it's fairly easy, I guess. But then, yeah, now it's six. But I do think it was like a concept from rugby league 
take it back with it, obviously get rid of the contact, so it's more inclusive of like all those like probably females back then, and also now kids growing up. Like we've got yeah. that parents don't want that contact; they can do touch football. And like the junior comp they got down there at the moment, which runs from under sixes to under sixteens on a Saturday morning. It runs from seven thirty to twelve thirty. Last time, so like it's ridiculous the amount of teams. yeah. No, I see. It's quite it's, a huge. It's always social up there, sport. Massive, it's up there. Um, it's, they reckon seven hundred thousand, and it's pretty big in. CQ, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like, you've made the Australian, but there's, like we said, Harry Griffin before, he's made Australia too. Like, there's yeah, fair the, few the that make the Queensland. The last, like, kind of youth, um, youth Australia thing, which would have been, like, yeah, I think it was four years ago before it was the COVID and all that came through. Like, we had 19 players from CQ in the Australian teams, which is, like, the biggest in any region compared to, like, your Metro ones. They've got four or five. We had, like, 19, and, like, we're getting, like, the same amount in all our juniors as well. Like, we're just slowly... They always in touch football. They call it the nursery of touch football. Like the amount of like yeah, the talent um, that's coming out. It's like ridiculous. And like there's so many just kids and adults that are making all these high rep teams. Like uh, we had played Queensland State of Origin series this year. And we had like another 38 players from like CQ like going down. So and females and males. Yeah, females and males. Yeah, females. Well, they play mixed comps, don't they? Yeah, they do in, play mixed. Yeah, 100. Yep. percent And it's slowly. It's good to see like the like the females, like the girls are slowly because they're. It's slowly got to a point now where the female like players are, um, have got that experience and that knowledge. They can actually start putting back into like the sport, I guess, which has been like the major beneficial with the males. Um, just because like yeah, we do it all the time, and then we go coach like the junior state cup, which is in Rocky next year, like a massive number of event. Um, help those young kids coming through. I yep. see the World Cups in Melbourne next year. Yeah. Yep. So we got that, um, which is very. Uh, do you hope to make? Yeah, which is very. I literally got a letter. Would have been Friday, would have been Thursday afternoon, announcing that. Yeah, I'm obviously yeah still in the squad, so it's good to be still in the open men's squad. Because um, I've been in it last like three, I think it was three years or the year that COVID struck anyway, and it looked pretty promising. And obviously, yeah, COVID, and then it got postponed, and then um, yeah, so got back in that. So yeah, it's obviously a squad of 24 uh, that they announced, and then they cut it down to 16 first week of uh, last week of January. We are an absolute powerhouse at it. I, I yeah. see 362 games they've played in the World Cup. We've won 332 of them, so we don't get beaten very No, often. not really. I think it was like, I only remember like kind of one series, might have been 2011, or that Australia lost to New Zealand, but it's always it's always typically Australia versus New Zealand. Um, the rest of the other countries, I guess, are all slowly catching up, but it's Australia dominated sport. And is there another one, is there another comp that you're meant to be going to next year overseas yeah they're trying to get this um well as well as a trans tasman which obviously versus new zealand they've just added japan to it there's another um kind of like a world cup challenge i don't know what they're actually going to call it, but it's in edinburgh next year um in like july as well as a youth world cup at the same time so that's like the go over and see benny over while he's in london yeah. over there so <laughs> that's the um, that's the big goal but yeah it's just obviously Keep keep working hard, keep putting in. Hopefully the rewards will come. Tell you what, I'll have a beer by then, so we won't have to drink <laughs> kill kill Kenny's Kenny's anymore. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a national rugby league runner comp. Do you participate in that? Yeah. So every um, they break kind of the NRL teams kind of align with the touch team, and obviously yep. my closest one, believe it or not, it's actually the Cowboys. So they so the Cowboys have like a touch team, which is obviously yeah Cowboys, obviously Broncos, Titans. Um, there's a couple down. There's Warriors have the touch team as well, and then the Tigers, Eels, Knights, and there's one more. I think it's Sharks. Yep. Anyway, but yeah, we all play. 
uh, supposed to be starting off next year as well. So we'd play, obviously, when the Cowboys would play, like the Broncos, for example. Oh, right, oh. Follows there. Yeah, yeah, we'd, always, yeah, oh, we'd yeah. go down and, like, for ex- like I played probably yeah, five or six games, um, would have been two years ago, before, like, everything went pear-shaped. We'd actually play before, like, the yeah, NRL games. Like, mine, it was, like, two hour and a half hours before, so there was no really crowd for us. But, yep. Um, yeah, we, we got we got flown all around the country for it. Like we played at ANZ, we went down south, Melbourne, like Amy Park, like the versus Warriors over there. Like we got, it felt like royalty to be honest. And yeah, like, I was still at, I was still at uni, and like right, we we're going to, we're going to up to Dairy Farmers Townsville this week. We fly out Thursday, we play Friday afternoon, we fly back Saturday morning. Like it was, it was very yeah, very fun I guess. So it was, and they put it all on KO and. Advertised yep. it, so it was really good. Could you have played for any of those teams you mentioned, or like, is it like NRL where you have to sign with the team? Yeah, not necessarily like yeah, sign, but you're in like your um, you can only go like really sort of one affiliate region. Yeah, like yeah. Your, so you can go play for the Sharks. No, nah, no. Nah, right? The only other possible one would be um, the Broncos, I guess. But obviously, being like Brisbane, I guess it's very metro dominated. Whereas, I guess. Yeah. Townsville and the cow is kind of a bit more regional, so they just aligned, um, which I think it cuts off at Gladstone. Gladstone and above, they go to um, the Cowboys. We use paid to play, or no, no. But they paid all they the paid expenses for everything. To yeah, fly. they paid That's for right. it. Yeah, accommodation, accommodation, flights, and we got breakfast and lunch included. So literally, yeah, it was just dinner yeah. and the um, the evening beverages. I guess the Kilkenny's that you might say we'd have yeah. every night. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wouldn't pay for them. That's no, for you sure. wouldn't. Yeah. They only give them for free. Yeah, I feel ripped off. I pay for. So, that became your dominant sport then, and that's... Yeah, mostly. I think it, it took up a lot of... Obviously, it did take up a lot of time, and, like, I couldn't I couldn't commit to anything, like, even though, like, I enjoyed mm. I enjoyed the AFL. Like, I don't think I like the... Like, it has, does have a lot of running in it, and there's certain things... I don't think I was telling Ben yesterday. Like, it's like the... I'd probably get called a cat for it. I hate the constant <laughs> nudging in AFL when the ball's 155 metres away, it feels like. And it's like, why do you keep bumping me for? Yeah, I don't <laughs> really that. Yeah, I remember you telling me. <laughs> I, mean, I just shake my head and, like, not disgust, it, but I'm like, what are you touching me for? Like, the ball's not even coming near it me. It would have been that Panthers game that yeah, you it was only a yeah. Panthers game this year. And then, and then I was told, like, um, yeah, Scott Burst, couple of obviously their coach for Panthers. I'm like, I can't stand it. And he's like, oh, we got under your skin. And I was like, well, we've... I guess you did, but I just don't find any appeal in doing it. So, uh, obviously, I couldn't do AFL just due to a commitment issue, and that's why, obviously, touch pretty much took it over, and I found it hard to do any other sport. I say, I would, I would have done the same if I was representing Australia at a sport. I would probably be chasing yeah. that sport rather than another one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Um, but I suppose that is, just, like you say, got under your skin, it did annoy you. That's why they do it. Yeah, no, it they, is. It, and I some totally... people they'll do it too, some people they don't. I mean, yeah. some people just smash them in the face straight. Well, I don't think that happens anymore, but, you know, some people you don't annoy because it just makes them play better. Some people... Yeah, 100%. It distracts them and they don't play as well. So yeah, I, no, I was, I was just... Oh, I didn't... That was when I played, like, the one game this year in field, you know, that's the one thing I didn't miss, I guess you could say. Like, so there's no gamesmanship? Like, I suppose no time for it. It's too fast moving. In yeah, no, not really. Like, there's certain things you can do. Like, when you score a try, like, it's, I guess, a gentleman's agreement. You'd say that if you score the try, you would, like, give the ball back to them. So, like, run it back to halfway so they can then tap. I guess you can play real great and just leave the ball down there or kick it over their heads and kick it to the other field, which I've done a couple of times in big games. Do you ever, like, pick it up and just... Is that so you get a break or just yeah. to annoy them? Well, yeah, A, to, like, 
obviously annoy them, make them all pinged off. But then just to, I guess we do it, we do do it in tight games. Um, when there's probably like I know our Queensland game this year, up by one, um, we're up by one, and Pete scored anyway. And there was like twenty, there was thirty seconds ago, and an average set goes about forty seconds. So I remember him passing. I think it might have been myself or Harry, and we just kicked this absolute kicked the guts out of this touch ball, and we would have kicked an extra sixty meters beyond our field we we're actually playing. So. Uh, what they did was actually penalised us and gave them an extra ten metres, but there's no time off and touch football. So oh, there isn't. Yeah. So they yeah. when they when the they clock. tapped the ball, they had about oh, I reckon it was about six or five seconds, and then before you know, it, they obviously blowing up something chronic at the referees, and they're like, "Oh, we penalised," and we I think one of us got sent off. So we had it was six on five, and when they actually tapped the ball, they only had five seconds. So yeah, we ended up worked out okay, but it gets real grubby like that. Um, in tight and big high level games well then the higher the stakes the grubby yeah, things well, like get, don't they that's another thing I noticed in that semi-final was that there was a lot of just like shouting at the ref like yes. I mean I know there is in most sports and that but yes. a lot of it just seemed like every nearly set like because there was like it could be like oh a close call whether you touched him before he scored or not and then yeah. somebody says yeah I touched him when maybe it didn't look so yeah, look like so obvious. and they'd be yeah blowing up to the mm. ref I think the game before you Went to, is it a drop off? Did you just call off, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went to a drop off, yeah, and three I think on three or four and four. Yeah, yeah, and I think that happened, and someone they would. I remember just sitting in the grandstand there next to Blake, and the blokes talking to him were saying like, "Oh, we're about to blow up if he said he'd touched it." Yeah, there and like, because he was like, "Not chance." It's very obviously human. Obviously, it's like any sport, I guess. But being touched, there's a lot of those 50-50 calls. Yeah, like, like did the ball if get you down nearly time? reach someone, do you? Just go touch anyway. Oh, bugger, it's close Yeah, enough. no, you certainly can. Um, yeah, which they call, like, yeah, phantom touch, I guess. Um, and do you get penalised for that? If, yeah, like, well, the referee's got to see it. That's the thing. I think that's always... So that. he's got to call touch? He doesn't go by you calling touch? Well, yeah, the re- well, I guess the referee goes by you calling touch, but then if you if the referee sees that you've actually missed the player, they can, I don't know, there's a penalty for it anyway. So you get penalised and they award the, um, they award the try, but it's so, like... Even when I'm refing, like sometimes a player would say they made the touch, but as a referee, because you're like obstructed by heaps of players, you just say, oh, "I actually didn't see it," so they, the play just rolls on. So it's one of those sports. that's very, um, I guess, it's up for interpretation. There's always fifty-fifty calls, like in any sport, and there was always one to be one. Rugby team. union's the worst for that, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the ref, time. the ref's interpretation of the game yeah. controls the, what kind of style of game will yeah. be played. Yeah, I like, suppose yeah, the same AFL. Yeah, no, AFL, I find the same. Like, actually, I remember, I think every time the Brisbane Lions won throughout the finals this year, I acted like the biggest bandwagon on their, um, <laughs> their side. You'd be home in the living room going, what are they, scream ball or whatever? Yeah, it's ball, Someone yeah. gets tackled. And I've every got absolutely time. no idea. Be like, surely that's like, whatever, it's tackled. I'm just like, and even when I play, like, yeah, it's local. I'm like, oh, I actually don't know what that rule is, but okay. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't let that stop you having a go at that. No, nah, it's I mean, just... Everyone else does. I mean, look, the umpires don't know the rules themselves. So. Yeah, no, which I, I find, I guess, when you go to any sport, I guess you've always got those um, supporters on the sideline. I think they know more than the referees, and then you as a player, you think you know 20 times more, but yeah. it's, um, it's funny. As yeah, oh, it's so different being the actual ref, though, having to do it real time straight away. It's all right yeah. for us to say after they've missed it, oh, he missed that. But, um, I think we've had this discussion before. So touch takes up so much time. What else does Malcolm Kenny do? When, when did you decide you want to be a school teacher and what? Oh, literally, I reckon it wasn't long ago. Like, I remember I did... So straight out of uni, or straight out of school, sorry, so 2015 I graduated, 2016 I did my three-year business degree, 
So you're going to be a businessman? Well, I was going to be a businessman, yeah. I, was, I don't know why. I think I... I don't know. Parents are in kind of like, yeah, business. Obviously, have their own... Dad has their own company. And then I was a supervisor at Hedrick's Lane and Boathouse for those four or five years as well. So I went in like that business... Or business. Sorry, you were supervisor? Supervisor at Hedrick's. You did mum and dad involved there? Were they no, no. Part? Dad works at... um. Dad works at Pack Plus and mum's at the university. But yep. just that, I guess, being around dad, having that managerial, I guess... Experience. experience I guess yep. with him which kind of led me down that path I guess father like son and then um, yeah I was yeah supervisor at Hedricks and Boathouse and I guess he got more responsibility I'm like okay I might actually be like one of the I guess move up I guess so this there. is hospitality yeah hospitality yep, yep. so um, went down that path so yeah did my business degree eventually management and supply chain logistics was the other one I was going to do HR but for some reason I fell one subject short and I was like oh I couldn't be bothered doing uni for another term I'm sure Ben <laughs> knows how it feels yeah and then um, yeah I did that and then I reckon graduated literally yeah it would have been like 2nd of December um, 2016, uh, 17, 18 probably 19 and then I applied at Horizon and then I got a job there funny enough and then I remember this first week of January I picked up my uniforms and then went into work. I reckon I worked maximum two or three days as a supply chain officer in logistics, just working out when to shut certain um, railway networks yep. down. And I think I lasted two days, and then I got the email saying we've made this whole central Queensland office redundant. So that was really that. oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they uh, so that's a waste of uni. Isn't yeah. It? So that was kind of shut down. And then I um, yeah, I don't know. I just went back to back to Hedrick's, back to Boathouse. I was also working. So I worked there at night time, 5 to 12, and then I worked during the day at uh, AMI All Sports. It used to be there with, obviously, the Red Souls as well. So um, just worked there for, I remember it was like about six or seven months. And I said, oh, and I saw another friend, Riley. Um, he was doing a master's degree in teaching, which is only like a year and a half. You can knock it out in even a year. So yeah. I... I don't know. I think I was just sitting at home bored. I said, I'm just going to do this and see how see how I like it. And then before you knew it, a year passed and I was a teacher. So, so why do you get the... So why does it happen so quickly? Because of those previous... Yeah, because of the learnings? previous... Um, so obviously my major area that I can teach in is business. Yep. So I did a whole business degree. So I didn't have to do any subjects for that. And within those business courses that I did in that degree, I actually qualified for mathematics as well. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I was wondering whether you were qualified for maths. Yeah, well. qualified for maths. Everyone thinks I'd be HPE trained. Um, yeah, well, because of your sporting yeah, background. Yeah, because I'm sport yeah. and I'm yeah, obviously athletic and enjoyed sport. But yeah, I go to, I was actually, yeah, mathematics and business. So I did one extra subject at the end of the master's degree, which qualified myself for mathematics. So. Uh, and that was it and then obviously pumped did two of my practice at Glenmore State High and then obviously one at North Rocky and then I got full time job straight out of it very good because yeah. we we started at North Rocky the same, same week, week yeah think. term two I think we both started on permission to teach permission to teach yep yeah yeah and now you're all members of the Rat Pack there's you <laughs> young Blake is it Blake yeah, yeah Blake's and there. Dylan Can, Hooper yeah, yeah. yeah. convinced um, Blake to come over which is good he's in um He's, yeah, he's really good as well. Yeah, he's finding it well. We're all in the same staff room, so he he came in a bit later than us, though. He mm. came term three of this term year. Three, yeah. And, um, yeah, fit fit right in, actually, I'd say. Mm. No, he enjoys it, too. He's got a brother that teaches at TCC yep. as well, hasn't That's he? 
Damon. Yep. Yeah. Damon, yeah. So yeah, he teaches oh, with. Yeah. Uh, we'll teach at the same school as Corey, Redsall. Mm. There's a lot of young fellas doing teaching yeah. like it seems to be a lot of well, even yeah same again like a lot of touch friends are doing are doing teaching mm. like there's probably like a good yeah six or seven of us that are doing teaching um we all kind of started uni roughly at the same time and obviously some boards take a lot longer than others and not driven to get it done knocked over so they kind of just muck around for a bit but the um yeah i don't know it's just something about that degree i guess yeah. <laughs> i think it's especially like if you've done like you did like you did your business one mm. And especially if you've already done uni, and it only takes you a year, a year and a yeah. half, like that's a whole it opens up a whole another avenue of jobs. Mm. Like for a year and a half of work to then have that certificate for the rest of your life that you can teach, it's yeah. like it's not too bad for a year and a half of uni. So, just a question for both of you: What do you enjoy about teaching? I couldn't. I hate at school, and I can't <laughs> imagine I'd want to go back and deal with students. But you obviously. You enjoy it, Ben, and so do you, Melvin? Yeah, I don't know. Like, well, I guess everyone has their days of their job that they, they hate, they dislike, but I don't know. I know with working down here with, like, Ben and obviously, like, our staff room, I guess you would say, and a lot of friends down in the HPE department, like, it's uh, the crew that you surround you with. Um, but even, like, the kids as well some days, like, they're the, like, the funniest buggers, I guess, and you're trying to be dead set serious and you can't help but laugh. You're like, oh, yeah. that's probably how I was at a kid as well, so you can kind of relate. And, just say, oh. and then I guess the well, obviously where we're at, like it is challenging as well. Um, and you do like get a kick out of it when they like well, they go from like an E to a D or a D to a C, you know, which is which I guess our job is to do is to help these kids be better people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just enjoy like you can, but like you can help someone even if it's not even school related. To yeah, that's right. Yeah, it doesn't have to be academically. It can be just yeah, like yeah. say making it's better people, seeing the progress, like. I found it especially this year because we've both been in the um, the year seven program where we're basically we're teaching these kids several subjects. So I've got we've got the same class for a lot of subjects. Yeah, pretty much like they used to do at primary school. Yeah, very odd. Kind of kind of set up like that. But so because we've had these same kids so much, like every day, every mm. term, like seeing some of these kids develop in my class is it's just been real real rewarding to see like and like he said like Malcolm said it's not all just the academic as well like I know some kids have improved from an like or stated a C but I've seen major changes in their behaviour like where they yeah. went from a lot more disrespectful or something to Usually a lot manners. more respectful yeah. yeah and a lot of them I think I find that I don't take I probably don't take myself or them as seriously as other teachers and that as well, and I feel like they can they can understand that and they appreciate that as well. Like I feel like if I was a hard ass on them the whole time, I wouldn't see that same development. Yeah, no, I've, different styles work for different people, I suppose. And, yeah, but I, I tend to agree. But I think even in my work, I think some people seem to forget you don't want people to work just be out of spite of you you want to work for you because they've got a bit of respect for you like respect's a two-way thing if you show people respect you're more likely to get it back from them yeah if you're gonna like especially out there where i am at that undisclosed place of work if you're going to treat people like school kids i don't think they're gonna enjoy that and work for you really are they 
Like, yeah, you know, I mean, you've got to treat your people like school kids. Our school, yeah. Kids. But like you say, the, the, if you treat them with a bit of respect as well, I think you get more back. Like I remember when I used to coach juniors, I used to enjoy that. The fact that I used to coach you kids and see how much better you were by the end of the year, not just at your football, but just at I don't know, being kids, enjoying yourselves, yeah. and using your manners, etc. And I think the like hardest thing for me personally teaching is finding that line between the teacher and being like a friend to them yes because you gotta you gotta like you gotta show that you care for them but you can't like accept that disrespect and like behaviors as a teacher as well like certain stuff you gotta pull up but then sometimes they think because Mm. because they like Malcolm said they're they're funny some of them like oh they can have a joke and you can have a joke with them and all that but then sometimes they take that too far and you've given them too much leash. Hmm. Yeah. And I suppose the thing is you've got, what, 20 kids in a class? Yeah, well, I had 25. 25. Yeah. Ben, oh, had, so ben, had, ben had the most. He would tell yeah. you every day at work. Oh, I had yeah. 28 at one point. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. And unlike unlike the other classes, all 25 of mine would show up every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get on and... Some days other classes no, would have yeah. Some yeah, days no. other classes would have about eleven kids, and I've got all twenty five here. Yeah, yeah, so you've got twenty five different personalities. Yeah, there. you know, twenty five probably different academically where they are in life and that. But yeah, yeah, I think there's so much that goes into yeah. like um, one of the things that we have to do is have a seating plan organised, which is like the student has to sit in this at this desk, like, and it's so difficult trying to th- just sort that out. Like I think I had. 30 desks and yeah 27 28 kids and then i'd sit them all together and then i reckon i changed it about yeah. 10 times throughout the year because i'd be like these two kids can't sit together and then i'd think i'd look at this kid and i go well i can't sit him anywhere else either yeah <laughs> it just becomes a challenge because yeah. you've got so many different personalities so many different um levels of achievement like for success and academic but you try and blend them all in so that they're not just with one group and custom to their friends. Yeah, that's right. And no, all the respect to you is like, like I say, it's not something I ever thought I'd want to do, but um, there seems to be a few people doing which is good. Mm. Someone's got to teach the kids. Yeah, plus the holidays are good too, so. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's the other thing. It is a job now that the pay's not too bad, the holidays aren't too bad, and opportunities, um, like I know, I think I spoke about it before, we've got a couple of ex-footballers I played with, um, Greg Parry, He's overseas, has his own business, setting up schools and things yeah, right. like that. Yeah. Um, Mark Blackshaw, he's a principal of a school in Hong Kong. Brendan Parks, I think, does pretty much whatever he likes, running sports <laughs> up and down the coast and that. Like, they're all were school teachers here in Rocky at some stage. Like, you know, so I think there's a lot of opportunity if you want to go that yeah. far with it. Ben, yeah. I mean, it's opened up this opportunity to go overseas. Yeah, go overseas. Really. You know, at least you've got a paid job waiting for you over there. Not as good pay, but I'll take it. No, and I did. Closet actually did get back to me. That's Greg Parry. Actually, prices are expensive, and even more expensive in Scandinavia. Actually, food prices, etc. No, I'll probably just don't eat. Yeah, won't don't eat. eat. <laughs> don't eat. That's a, that's I've got to keep this figure somehow. Hmm. Maybe touch is the thing. Was there touch in England? There is touch in England. Yeah, mm. I don't know how. I think it's very. Uh, I've got a couple of friends over there playing at the moment. Every well, every photo they send is just cold. Oh, cold, will we? Cold, 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 cold yeah. and ice. I remember they, they play in pretty much like those long tracksuit pants, which you would imagine would be freezing every morning, yeah. every night, sorry. 
Um, I think Ben will be whinging for the first four and a half months. I yeah, think. actually, I I probably shouldn't admit this, but I mean it's it's funny. But so that um, I'm booking that accommodation because I haven't found a rental over there. I booked um, accommodation for the first I think eleven nights, and I was um, driving with Tyler yesterday, and he's like, "Oh, so we're talking about what I'm going to cook." Like I've only got like five dishes I can cook, and then I actually realised. The place I've booked doesn't actually have a kitchen. <laughs> doesn't? No, it doesn't have a kitchen. So I just just assumed it would have come with a kitchen. But I think I'll be having a lot of microwave meals. Hopefully it has a microwave. <laughs> Otherwise I'll have to Otherwise buy one. Otherwise you'll be microwave. Yeah, I, I said it to I was like, I probably should have checked that. I was just assuming that it would have come with one. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you've... Do you know what... Is it a hostel or what is no, it? No, it's a hotel. Hotel, yeah. yeah. Why would you think it'd have a kitchen there? Well, because it's what kitchen it's, in it's Australia? A big hotel, like it's a. It'll like, have a ho- um, it'll have a kitchen, yeah, where they you buy meals, like a hotel in Australia. Yeah, but oh, when we ever stayed at a big hotel, we stay in motels. <laughs> I don't think I've ever stayed at a big hotel. Like <laughs> hotel, it's, like, it's like the Hilton. It's like, like the Hilton. Fancy. Yeah, it's the Hilton. That, that's in? what it's called, Hilton. <laughs> How much you paying? It's called Hilton by Hampton. How much are you paying a night? Uh, one hundred and twenty pounds. It's not. It's not the Hilton. But... <laughs> well, that's what it's oh, called. That's a fair, it is. That's a fair whack. But yeah. So why did you think it'd have a kitchen? I just assumed because it was a big fancy hotel. Yeah, you'll go downstairs and eat in their kitchen, and I'll. They, I did so, I'm gonna leave. Now that I now that I think about, I regret it even more because I but saw the option. They won't have kippers anyway. Well, I saw the option. Um, for breakfast included every day for an extra seven pounds a day, and I declined it because I just said, "Well, I barely eat breakfast anyway, and if I do, I'll just cook it myself." But should have really taken that now. Yeah, probably should have. It's the only meal you're going to get for the day. <laughs> no thoughts of going overseas. Oh, you have you been overseas? With oh, I've, your been touch? Over, I've been over, Oh, yeah, with touch I have. Uh, obviously, I've been on a couple of. Well, yeah, barley with a couple of obviously. The, they play touching barley. No, that was just like with a bunch of mates, um, which was yeah a lot of fun. But um, yeah, not on like a full. Well, oh, I guess except for like the countries that surround us. But yeah, not really. I guess you would say overseas. I guess like I might go visit Benny no, yeah. halfway through next year, maybe. Who knows? He's got a lot of. If I'm still there, if I'm alive. Yeah, he might be back before then. He might yeah. in the last couple of months. <laughs> no, he'll do his six. Too cold. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll stick out the six months. I'll, I'll have places to go that we can go by mm. well, then. If you're back find a couple of hours. <laughs> find a couple of joints in Amsterdam. Yeah. That's very expensive there too. Really. Yeah. So what else does Malcolm Kenny do? Um, I teach? do a lot. Of, I, enjoy my, I enjoy my CrossFit. I enjoy my gym as I tell Ben every day. So I go to, obviously, just down the... do CrossFit down the road at um, 5.30 every morning. So, um, yeah, do that Monday to Friday, 5.30, and then, I guess... Touch training mostly is Monday. Oh, thank you. Should Monday. You another one of them. God, they're not too bad. I actually don't mind it. Must be because of the name. You just, yeah, I was going to say you just love seeing your um, name on something. Yeah, no touch training. I guess Sunday or well, Sunday afternoons when our seasons obviously back in the swing, and then touch Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and that's about it. Yeah, and then try and find a, a life and a free time outside that. Golf. Yeah, no, I do. I do enjoy golf. I um, does golf enjoy? Oh, I don't know. I hate it. Oh, yes and no. I guess every golfer would probably say you have your good rounds and have your bad rounds. I ninety nine percent have bad rounds, but geez, that one that one day that Uh, we did that Ambrose together, we both had a good day. I keep hearing about that. The eighty three day. It's it's probably the best I've ever seen someone play golf. To be honest, 
Yeah, and old Benny, he's not a he's not a hard hitter of the ball, but he will nudge it about 150 metres down the fairway, dead straight. Yeah, it's just going And it's not a style, even. No, really. was, even on Friday when I watched him just yesterday. Oh, that was terrible <laughs> on Friday, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, we've got to, before you go, Ben, we've got to get your golf swing videoed and put up on the Fresh from Esky side. It is shocking. He had the, um, he had like the biggest stance in history going for each ball, and it just... <laughs> Oh, wide in the stance, is he? Yeah, he's wide know. in the stance. He's... I wasn't using my own clubs. No, though. he blamed it on me. They're not your own clubs. They're my clubs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, he blamed it on my clubs every single hole for nine holes. Um, well, part of that birdie for year, us. He, uh, he reckons he drained his 20-foot putt from up and down a hill, or down yeah. a slope. Did anyone else see that? Oh, about 14 other blokes. Yeah, everyone saw it. <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. but, but that, that would, wouldn't even match that day that we did Ambrose together and the putts I was thinking yeah. that day. No. I was thinking... I think we were just—I think we were just one of those games. We were on, we were on. Yeah. But ever since then, we've been off and very far away. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe should have quit that day. Yeah. yeah. We should have handed the scorecard in. That's for us. Well, that was what? There were six of us there. We yeah, played eighteen. So. Yeah. No, it was yeah. six of us. Eighteen. Yeah. And no. Yeah. I, I, when you come home and told me about it, I thought, well, that's oh. it. Ben's got this. I was thinking of giving your clubs to me. <laughs> my, my, my clubs to you. I thought, no. Nah. <laughs> Well, I can't. I can't match that. I'm still getting. I'm getting fifties when I go. Mm-hmm. Over nine, obviously, not over eighteen. <laughs> Last time you told me fifty-eight and sixty-three. No, I've, oh, I'm, I get pretty, I'm getting fifty, fifty-ones, fifty-fours around that now. Oh, might have been the course. We played at North Rocky, not Rocky, so yeah, might have been the course as well. That was Who on knows? Friday. I hadn't played there in a it's while. It's a shorter so. course. Yeah, it is club, shorter, but North, it's um, not as lush, I suppose. I don't know. No, yeah, I think no. I was just getting distracted by the. Yeah, I hadn't played it before and just wasn't know, didn't know the wind, didn't know the kind of grass <laughs> level. The and wind. That. Now you play for the wind, do you? <laughs> yeah, Gee, you're well, well ahead of me there. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Don't bother checking where the wind's going or anything like that. But no, you. Well, what, what else? We got touch. Yeah, we touch. I guess school, school, CrossFit, and then drinking. Yeah, literally having a good time. <laughs> um, but no, that's about it, really. I think every every Thursday or so, or every Tuesday, lately we've been out, we go out for trivia on Tuesday nights, which has been a hoot. Ben seems to claim that he's like the Shazam of every music song in the world that he'd yeah. usually try and get right, so... It's weird, because there's those songs that I still don't know. <laughs> like, I send those voice messages through all the time, and I'm like, what is this song? I still yeah. can't figure out that one from... Oh, I love the ones you send with you hum it. I'll see. Yeah, yeah the humming ones are the best, I reckon. They yeah. they get all about eight of us in there, or six of us, sorry. This is the biggest crowd that I could <laughs> get for this, so I might even try and find it again. <laughs> and what is that? This, this song. is from the quiz night. No, this is just... I was sitting at Matty and the Hoopers down um, in Yapoon, sitting at the alleyway, listening to them play, and I thought it was this... A free shout-out dip- for Matty and the Hoopers. Yeah, it? I thought it was a different song. So I was like, oh, I was about to start singing this one. I don't know the lyrics, I just know the tune. So if anyone knows this, I'll put the voice message that I sent. It's pretty bad, but... Oh. Anyone knows the song and it goes... Nah. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> it's, not, That's it's not long to work. Yeah, it's yeah. like... Mm, <laughs> oh, I feel like it's... I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel like... If we've I know, it, I'm pretty sure it's songs. like a female singer. All right. I thought it was like maybe Madonna. Yeah, if anyone can get that anyway. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, if anyone can get it, I'll pay $10 and you can have a hat. Mm, no, I'll pay 12 you can get a pen too. Package deal. <laughs> get the guest package deal. There's your guest package deal too. Yeah, no, thank right. you. 
So yeah. it reminds me of my days when I had my own clothing brand. Yeah, actually, well, that's, that's right. Yeah, yes. how did we forget still, about still that? Be... For the record, you and Blake. Oh, was, yeah, myself and Blake. I think actually we're in the hat, hat now. The yeah. For the record. And what happened there? No, oh, gave up on it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think we just literally we just got too busy. Like life just took over. Like we started it. So why? What? I don't know. I don't really don't know. Like I mean, had, I remember Ben talking about doing the same thing. I think he put one T-shirt and flogged someone else's idea. Yeah, no, we... No, darker no, attitude. Someone else took my idea. But yeah. yeah. Oh, always, oh. It seems to always steal someone's idea. But then, I don't know, Blake and I were literally just talking about it. And then, I guess, as all clothing brands start out, they, oh, well, let's do it then. So we started it up, and then we got we got the logo design, which I only found out about two months ago. It was already been designed about five years ago so it wasn't really original <laughs> oh um, someone else had already designed yeah someone already had it like they so mixed the colours up but it was much the same and then um, they yeah mixed the colours up and swapped something around anyway so we, we started it up probably four months before COVID actually started or during COVID I think it was and then we obviously put the put the money into it I think we both put I think we both put it up two grand into it each so obviously yeah four grand obviously included so like, that was the Buy T-shirts and yeah, get everything. Get everything started up. I remember the first, the first drop we had. So obviously, yeah, we put the money in, the four grand, two grand each. So obviously, four grand, and then we had like shirts, shirts, hats, socks, and then we eventually got shorts down the down the line. Yeah, but that first one, that four grand, got you all those. Yeah, no, well, the first one got us hats. I believe it was hats and shirts. Yeah. 100 shirts or 50 shirts anyway. I think it was 50 and then 50 hats. And then what did we do? We did obviously got the website set up and then had to buy obviously. We had to get our uh, our business trademarked or registered whether whatever. I don't know how much that cost, but the biggest the biggest killer that like sucked in the initial stages was that that we I can see why people do it, but we made everything Australia sourced and made and supplied. And then we'd advertise a shirt for $35 to sell, but we would only, we'd actually buy the shirt for $27.50, I believe it was. So we weren't making, we weren't making anything on the shirts. Yeah. Like, even, so- like we weren't making money on anything. Like the hats were selling for 20, we'd actually buy them for 15. Yeah. So while it was a well and good, like the, the tags of the hats all had like, yeah, made in Australia, blah, 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 which is, I guess all well and good. Like the end, the end goal. I guess in any business is make as much, make as much money and whatnot. And obviously, we had delivery. Like we got people. I remember, like we got like yeah, our mates in Perth. We got um, a couple of Blake got his friends over into, like yeah, Melbourne, Perth. Um, pretty much covered every state, bar like Northern Territory. And then, obviously, we weren't like we'd sell a shirt. Oh great, we got ten bucks profit. Like it wasn't, it wasn't much. And as we went on, obviously we wanted to try and make more, so we outsourced. And obviously we go where everything is made in the world. I reckon obviously over to China. So I guess people that probably yeah don't know, but I know now. But obviously we were getting our shirts for about seven dollars fifty and selling them for still thirty five dollars. And they they felt the same. They looked the same. Um, but it only took about two months to get here. That was the only downside. Yep. with it. Um, when, yeah, which we, we cashed in. Obviously, we had, I think we had like, ended up having four or five collections along the way. Yeah. Like every two months, we'd drop something. We even had like a winter um, a winter collection where we did hoodies and jumpers. Yeah. And we sold like 100 of them for like $60 each. So we were just like, wow, this is awesome. Let's just keep going. The socks, I still got, like I still wear the socks to the gym every morning. Like the most comfiest socks I ever had. And like, 
a lot of the touch teams got them because they were black and white and red and yellow. So a lot of that, the colours actually suited a lot of teams down at touch. So once again, we like made a killing with that. And then, yeah, I think we just like, and then we ended up, so yeah, both put four grand in and I think by the end of it, we made like nine grand. So I guess, what's that, five or, is that five? Is that five, four grand profit? Anyway, so we, and then yeah, eventually then Blake, um, he was in the full swing of his uni. I was literally, I just started at North Rocky, so I felt not a bit under the pump, but obviously I was still in permission to teach. I was full-time uni student, full-time kind of working, um, plus my sport outside of it, plus I was life in general, trying to have a good time. And then Blake just got signed. I remember he just got signed with the Capras, um, that's been there, the marquee signing for the year. So he was, <laughs> he was, he was, he was training. Well, Capra's trained four days a week. So every afternoon we'll be trying like go over to his house and we have like a whole downstairs in the Moore's house at the moment. There's still probably a hundred shirts left over for the record, but we'd plan, we'd plan. We had an Excel like spreadsheet to have a clipboard. We had everything like it felt it was it was really like enjoyable to do, but it just ran out of time and yep. like the effort, the effort to run it. I guess just came. Not like uh well it did come like a bird and like uh do we really have to do it now? And then we ended up I think we ended up selling it. Um we put it on Spotify exchange where you can sell websites to other people around the world and they just buy it off you. I think we listed it on there for to see like five hundred bucks or something. Like we were happy with the four or five grand profit that we made individually. So we just split that half and half. So we came out pretty good and then we ended up selling the website. Um, Instagram page you Instagram because well, that's yeah Instagram Insta- Instagram that. page went to uh, yeah nice sports I think they have a podcast set up now so pretty much just yeah. transferred out that's um, Steve Askins oh right yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. so the followers in that that we had on there um, pretty much just if you're still following Steve Askin bought them all yeah, well, yeah. yeah pretty much if you're following for the record you're now following yeah nice sports yeah. so I guess yeah. a shout out to them so I remember you, I remember when they first started I was like a lot of yeah, people, nice. yeah, a lot of people be like, "Why am I following this page?" And like, because for the record, literally the name got changed and the photo got deleted. So, and you weren't like you did the, like I remember seeing that in, like advertising on Instagram a fair bit. But you also went YouTube. You did a vlog. Yeah, we did. I YouTube. tried to find the vlog. I can't. No, find it's it. somewhere on there. The channel's still up. I showed my Year Seven class this year. My vlogs that Blake and I did, and like that was half the fun filming it with um video cameras and GoPro set up in the car yeah it was um and then trying to us trying to edit it I think it was Microsoft video recorder or something like something should have got Luke to edit it for you yeah yeah no it was um it was yeah half the fun so we did two vlogs and then we did like obviously YouTube advertising and Instagram advertising which um gave us a lot of rewards from it but then it literally just come a time thing like between Blake's training for Capra's and his work at um his actual uh, Boltec I think he was at um, and myself being a teacher in uni I was just like oh what do you reckon Blake we can't really do it so I think we did a Black Friday sale and we just cleared out pretty yeah, much everything half price we just oh, we're done now <laughs> so would have been good with your business degree and all yeah, that yeah no it was yeah it, it, it actually yeah it paid off because obviously we weren't or I wasn't stupid and like people what they were trying to offer to us and like what their price and then um, yeah much like uh, logistics getting it round um to people's doors as well like we used another company called Sendle which is pretty much like um, like fast track or like drop shipping yeah it's like drop yeah drop shipping pretty much but yeah it wasn't done through like yeah fast track or whatever the 
brands are here in town. We actually use a side company, which is like 20 bucks cheaper per drop they did. And I was like, oh, well, people are still getting their goods, so why don't people use them? I guess they were trying to get their name out there as well. And then we went through this program, like, yeah, Sendal, which would pretty much take the stress out of us. We pay them like 50 bucks a month and they'd do everything for us. But yeah, it just came kind of time over banner and then we ended up selling mm. it. So it was yeah, really good fun. I still wear like a thousand of that my clothes, I guess. So do you think good. it'll ever get started again? Can't oh, now, I, you've sold it. No, well, I sold, yeah, I, have I, we'd back. have to start from scratch. Um, but yeah, seeing, I went around Blake's house yesterday and seeing all our shirts and a couple of hats left over, like I brought back some good memories and then, well, maybe we could just start it up like just on our personal Facebook pages, but... Bloody sweet know. couple this way, mate. I'll have a yeah. overseas for yeah, you. I'll, we'd, surely we'd, I could get sponsored. There's plenty, there's plenty there anyway. But it was just... Um, Sometimes it proved to be a nightmare because when we, I remember the biggest problem when we sourced to China and we're trying to work through like an app talking to who knows what their name was, but Su Young Jung. Yeah, it was felt like that, and the factory was getting made on some ridiculously long name, and the time difference, I don't know what it was. Anyway. Probably under like. Um Probably with some human violations yeah. going on they'll or something probably, They were probably working 50 cents making these $2 shirts. 24 hours. Yeah, and you would have had to fumigate those oh. shirts with COVID <laughs> and all that. Yeah, but it was, yeah, that was the biggest problem. Like, COVID just delayed everything for, like, two, three months. I'm like, oh, we've promised these people, like, a month ago. Like, oh, it's still coming, guys. But, um, but yeah, I remember the biggest problem with the shirts from China, like, the price and everything was well, like, really good. But like the contact was annoying, which I like, couldn't stand. But because the individual, the people in China are so small, like they're in stature. Yeah, I think in stature. Because I would say, can we get an extra large shirt? Oh right, oh, yeah. an extra large shirt, Australian size, and I'd send through the centimeters, like thirty-seven centimeters or sixty centimeters in length for an extra large Australian shirt. They say, "Oh, big dude, very big dude." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" Like, and they're like, "Oh, that's a five XL here." I'm like, "Holy!" Oh, I feel like we at Glenmore had that same problem. I remember there was that one year we ordered. Like training jerseys, not yeah, the seamless training was, jerseys, yeah, and then like right, the striped yeah. horizontal ones. Yeah, and I think I I would have been pretty young, and I think I got a medium, and it was like bloody crop top. Yeah, yes. it was like a crop top on me. Yeah, <laughs> I, we, I actually couldn't wear it because it was showing my stomach. Yeah, we had the exact same problem. So the first shipment we got from them, I was like, "Well, an extra large in Australia come out like a whatever it was. Like it would be way too." way too small like it would actually be like an extra small in Australia when they actually stripped it over here it was like oh great yeah. so then it was just a muck around and it felt like the biggest pain and then I said to him turning to Blake and saying this is why probably people we should stick with Australia like the contacts are a lot easier we work in Australian sizes but the price I guess is so much better if we get it through that, that's right and that's yeah. the thing like it's alright if you're big enough you're doing big quantities yeah. if you're selling a million shirts it's alright yeah. to make Five dollars. You're making yeah, five million. Literally. But if you're selling five hundred shirts, yeah. well, you're making. So all we that. got. Take we got. Yeah, fifty shirts. Five. Fifty shirts. They were all the stuff up in sizing. So Blake and I ripped off the size label off every for the record shirt, which people wouldn't know. We ripped them all off, and then we ended up getting them reprinted here in Australia with a fake. Well, the actual true size they should be here. It was the biggest pain. Yeah, it would have been. And but yeah, it just highlighted the fact that I'm like, okay, sometimes it's probably well just keep within your own own country, but the prices is too um we couldn't resist it, I guess. We we're making like twenty twenty five dollars per shirt and yeah. seven seven bucks. So anyway, it was good fun while it lasted. We learnt we learnt heaps out of the experience and then yeah, got some pretty cool merch out of it as well. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Huh. 
I've now completely different stratosphere. It's off topic compared to what we've just been talking about. But I was just told this the other day, and I want to bring it up and see your feelings on it because I I know you pretty well now that we've been in the staff room for the same year, worked together for two years. You are a very meticulous guy. Like, oh, some would say you're a little bit OCD. Would you no, agree? I'll probably claim that I'm OCD. Yeah. I am OCD. <laughs> Is it true that so you used to go used to go camping a bit? Plenty of times. Yep. As a yeah, every year Easter seventy and seventy. Yep. And I'm like this is where this is going because <laughs> I feel like I know the answer. And is it true that you couldn't go to sleep <laughs> without getting your feet wiped off by yeah, your mother? hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know her name. I think it's Maddie. Anyway, she's a police officer now. You don't know your mum's name? No, I know my mum's name. My mum's <laughs> name is Louise. But there, there was a. I think. Anyway, another family that come with us, I forget what her name was. Her name, her name's Maddie anyway. She's a police officer and her whole family's police officers, but she actually is the one that told every man his dog this story. But, um, yeah, every time I went camping, except for Kate Palmerson probably because I don't <laughs> want to look like a skirt, I'd get mum to come in and actually, like, baby wipe my feet and get the sand off <laughs> Yep. I can't get, like, this colour. I, I don't know why people do, can go to, go camping, sleep in their swag or sleeping bag or bed with uh with sand on the bottom of your feet so I couldn't stand it so every night I'd get mum can you wipe my feet off I actually can understand so mum would come yeah. in as I was literally dangling my feet off the edge of the um uh, air mattress and she'd wipe my feet for me so I can actually go to bed but I don't know why people would enjoy sleeping with sand in yeah, their no, bed I can understand, well, that, I can understand that I just can't understand why an athletic person such as yourself can't wipe your own feet nah, yeah. really oh, couldn't you reach them or what? what's the problem that's not even who I heard the story from I can't reveal my source oh, it's, probably, but, it's probably Blake or Stacey I don't know <laughs> but um, yeah no I can understand that when we went camping at the end of last school year that would have been a pain with all the oh, sand, that was good. Rocks. Yeah, yeah. I was, it was driving me insane. So, yeah. did you have students wipe your feet? <laughs> oh, I wish. Oh, I was very particular. They always had to sanitize every morning on the way into Mr. Kenny's classroom, old 7Y. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then, well, Five Rocks last year when there was like sand, just, yeah, what would you say, bellowing? Is that the right just, word? Yeah, oh, just <laughs> blowing. <laughs> at least you had the like the little stand, so we, he ended up behind the ute, but he had the stand, so the ute was in front of him, and I just took Tyler's swag, didn't have a stand or anything, so I'm laying like behind his, mm. but behind the ute, but nothing's getting blocked, so or I've just got in sand all in my face, like through the swag, everywhere. I think it does have a stand, actually, if you look at it properly. Tyler's. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It has one of those little tent stands and a face cover and all. It has a face cover, yeah, but I remember it's called Mal has oh, like, it's a, like, like a, a mattress Picture like, like an army stretcher. Oh, yeah. I put the stand, yeah, like that's Yeah, it was elevated to the ground. Actually, no, I didn't put that stand up because Tyler broke it. It's broken. It doesn't stand up. But they, um, yeah, I don't know how it comes. It's just me. I'm OCD to a T, like... What, what does that mean? What I don't so know. You, got, like, you I need like, your mother to wipe your feet, but what else? Like, I like everything. Well, Ben can probably testify. Like in the staff room, I'm very, I guess you'd say anal. Yeah, I'm very. Um, needs to be. What the sugar's got to go back where it goes. Like I'm, yeah, I'm very neat, 
and well, Ben, you definitely have not got it. Man. No, when Ben's oh, like garbage it. or shit, we yeah. come over to my side of my desk, and we don't even sit next to each other. Well, so we, did. More we, we did anyway. <laughs> Do you do that just to annoy him, or no? I the just first stuff up there. The first two terms, we were sitting next to each other, <laughs> and his garbage oh, would right. slowly yeah, creep over to my side of the desk, which you all have about a meter and a half each. <laughs> I'd like jam it back and just say, righto, Ben, it's probably time to clean this stuff up for him. So I'd personally just go, Ben, do you need this? Do you want this? And he's like, no, no, no. So I'd bin it all for him. Don't yeah. do that. That's what his mother's no, done for him. That's what his whole life. It wasn't affecting me. And he's no, like, and then, yeah, it's, just, it's Ben's, getting him out. Ben's so comment was always, it's not, I don't, I don't need to do it now. It's not doesn't phase me. Whereas yeah. if I look at it, yeah, it's no, like, we get that too. It's yeah. stuff out of whack. Yeah. I'd fix it. But yeah, my desk is probably the neediest one at school. I'd probably proclaim my yeah. room. <laughs> my room at home is spotless. I reckon I'd vacuum it every day if I had the opportunity. I probably do do vacuum. There was the other day we were in the staff room, and I was I wasn't in the staff room, but I've come back like at the end of the day, period four, and Stacy and Blake. Um, so it goes like in the staff room. It's me up the end. And then Stacy, Malcolm, Blake, like all in a in a row or a column. Um, and Stacy and Blake, as I said, oh, I was like, oh, where's Malcolm? Just like, oh, he's he's pissed off. He's <laughs> like, he's in his own room, like in his classroom, just working. I was like, what did you do? I'm like, oh, he, he was gone, and we just messed his desk up. <laughs> and apparently, you've come back and you've just blown up. Like, why would you do this? Without prying too much, are you single at the moment? No, happily, uh, happily taken. Yeah, um, I was going to say because otherwise we're going to have women ringing up yeah, I know. online saying, "Oh, this yeah. neat guy, clean Who is guy, he? loves <laughs> doing yeah. housework, probably yeah. doing every day, washes and, every opportunity." And from what I've heard, I've heard Ruby's not the cleanest. No, nah, she's not. <laughs> we take turns at cooking. Well, I mean, like obviously, I'm in a rental now. It's a couple of uh, two other housemates, and I mean, anyway, when Ruby cooks, which is my partner, she would cook. And you clean up? Yeah, I think... And when you cook, well, you clean up? Yeah, well, Ruby claims that she cleans up when it's her actual turn. And then 15 minutes after she's gone upstairs, I go back downstairs and actually probably do a proper, <laughs> a proper job of it. She won't be happy here. <laughs> no, she won't. <laughs> but, she, yeah, I don't know. I've she's always, the luckiest girl in the yeah, world. Yeah, no, she yeah. is. I don't think anyone, even my housemates, probably agree that, yeah, I don't know how it come about, but, yeah, it's like being OCD and clean. And Ben's probably lucky that I was there this year without me... Checking his, <laughs> checking his emails for him. None of his HPE or math stuff would have got done this year. So, anyway. yeah, it must have been a joy. Except for having to wipe your feet, your mother and <laughs> must have had your yeah, joy. Yeah, no, no, very well. Very like I don't know. I was half. Mum always says I was half weird. I was very clean. Very, <laughs> Still half weird. I was very, yeah, very clean. But I never made my bed for some reason. It's one thing I hate doing. You still don't? Or? No, I do it now. <laughs> I do it now. <laughs> do, it now. But, do, uh, do you have siblings? I've got one sister. Yeah, uh, Ellen, who I obviously grew up with. And is she a neat freak? No, too? she's total opposite. Her room would be <laughs> trashed. I'm sure she's we just could psychoanalyze this somehow. If I had any qualifications? Whatsoever. A typical, um, yeah, typical girl. But yeah, she's just. She I feel like you're the typical. Yeah, girl. yeah, yeah. I, I feel know, like yeah, you're yeah. the typical girl. Yeah. I feel like typical no, girls no, more no, clean. But yeah, no, she is messy as it comes. But um, what about what about your parents? Is mum, mum's or clean, dad, dad's and freak? not? Um, yeah. yeah, I guess you'd say mum's mum's boy, and that's why we camping. She come and brush my feet for me. So <laughs> she understood. She, I can imagine the reaction if you asked. Oh, actually, mum would probably do it for you too, Ben. No, she wouldn't. <laughs> do it for, she'd do it for Joel. Jeez. Or Tyler. Yeah. Do it for anyone but me, I'd reckon. Anyway, we better wrap this up. Um, it's been. 
quite enjoy no, speaking you. to you. Went, went very quick. It was good. Yeah, and, um, that was good fun. Good fun. We do, we do have to get a celebrity invite on. Yes. Not that they ever respond to us and ever come <laughs> on. Even even the local ones that we no, get. No, we're, we're I don't like, think we've had one guest that's been no. invited on that has actually then come on the podcast. Like Sam Hooper's been invited, doesn't have the balls to come on. No, no, we'll get them next year. Season two. Season two. New co-hosts. Yeah, who's taking yes. over from you? Is your yeah. brother Joel stepping up to the case? Oh, Joel. Ooh, no, no. no he... I'd hope not. He's brushed yeah. me the last two times at the old new, next news agent. So. Yeah. Actually, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> he said to me today. He brushed me again on Thursday night. <laughs> Did he? I've not to mention his name. He told me that this morning because uh, he said to me, oh, Mr. Kenny t- taught me math sometime last year. Yes. Don't mention that, though. No, he doesn't so what's mention that. Joel, you don't listen. Yeah. I just don't want anything to do with it. Joel won't know that we've mentioned his name anyway. He no. doesn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but so, celebrity guest or local guest, anyone that you think would be good to come on the podcast for season celebrity. two. Celebrity. Who knows? They could be the first guest of season two with the new co-host, whoever well, it may be. I haven't got a new co-host. Just I spoke to you. I'm going to use part-time ones, I think. I'm trying to work that out, actually. Wayne Clifford's offered to help out. Uh, Megan Ricketts offered to help out. Oh, yeah. yeah. We um, saw her the other night, didn't we? Yeah, we saw her yeah. at the end, our end of school year drinks. Oh, right. We should have brought up who has the best podcast once this gets released. Might have yeah. to play it to her. Might have to put it on the body. <laughs> put it on the Instagram what, Hers is very high in the ratings. Very it? high. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, but you'll have to share the hell out of this one. To no, he's got, oh, no, he's got a lot of Instagram oh, I've got a, We've got a lot of... Um, I've already teed I'll it up. I'll send it to Steve Askin. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Um, I'll get Tyler Hodgins to help out a bit too. I don't know if he's as willing, but just got to keep it. I don't think Joel will help out. I might get Daniel on. But yeah, so who would you like to hear on Fresh from the Eskimo? No, I don't know. I've got... Did I tell you, by the way, we rated number nine in leisure for 13 days this year? Number nine. Number nine. Top ten. Many ways up. <sighs> no, I'd have, I've had none. None an idea. I mean, I'd be also Blake, we work with a very similar story, I guess. Blake Moore. Mm. Well, maybe you get who's his returning brother, Aaron. Aaron, yeah, he just come the down. From, brothers on. He just come down from, um, yeah, Blackhawks, mm. because obviously Blackhawks now aligned with um, Cowboys, Cowboys a lot stronger. So a lot of their players that don't get named to get dropped back this year. So I think it's half the reason why he. Yeah, no, I'm talking to his dad. He, yeah, he, they had a chat to him at the end of last year. Yeah, What's your second dad? in line. Yeah. All What's that. What's dad's name? John. Max, John. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they call him Max? Oh. I don't know. Same with um, same with his last name. I think it's. Her. Yes, I know that. Yeah. Calls so, but his actual name is John. Mm. Yeah. But some people call him Max. I call him Max anyway. Yeah. See, that's what I was confused about because. I remember you mentioned it, and you were like John, and then you mentioned it and you were like Max, and I was like, "Well, these are two separate guys. Like, it's not like a John and John O or anything like that. It's two completely separate names." And I was yeah, like, "Which?" No, I have to ask him about that. Then. But yeah, he was saying, like, Aaron was told, "Is it Aaron?" Sorry. Yeah, Aaron. Yeah. Yep. He was told he was second in line, and then suddenly this alignment came yeah. up and it pushed him back to about fourth in yep. line, I think. And he thought, "Well." Can I do better elsewhere? Yep. No, I think yeah, I think you will. I think they'll, they'll look good this year, the Capras, or next year. So. Oh, I hope they build on what mm. they did last year. I mean, I do think they're in for a bit harder time this year because yeah, they've I set feel the expectations. Oh, not just them. Honestly, I reckon some of those metro clubs would have thought this is a weekend holiday. Yeah. And yep. not taken the Capras seriously, they won't will not be blindsided again this year. But by the same token. In the second half of the season, when everyone was aware of what the Capras were doing and there was finals on the line, the Capras stood up then too. What so if I think they're up to it. If Big Blake Moore could score a try, that'd be mm. fucking yeah. helpful. 
Jeez. <laughs> one try in two years. Yeah, yeah coming one wrong. try. He reckons he's got about like 30 assists. <laughs> and I was like, the, just score one yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, I think he's yeah. the second most assists in the, in the league, but yeah, tries like, are his Yeah, just one. score one yourself. <laughs> Actually, Aaron was on the telly. Just the other night. Yeah, we saw. Yeah. We saw. We were at the Calca actually. He's got the and, yeah, um, rugby up. league build, hasn't yeah. he? Got the huge. He looks neck. like a big frame. Yeah, yeah. a little bit, bit like Nathan Cleary about. Oh, him. I did think that too. Yeah, I did think that. I was going to say that. What are you going at his chin or something? Yeah, I think it's the head shape. <laughs> no, he's a bit square jawed and yeah, no, a bit. Uh, anyway, so who are we inviting on? Blake got Moore, I think. Blake try Moore, get, try and get Blake. One of the yeah. Moors. Try one of the Moors. Any of them. John Max. Like Aaron. <laughs> maybe because I my co-host is leaving for overseas, maybe I could get you to co-host that one. Yeah, I get actually I could do that. Maybe get Max and and um, the like boys, Aaron, yeah. one of the boys, Damon. all the boys. No, get them all. <laughs> get all the more. Yeah, get all. All more is merrier. All right, we better wrap this up before it gets any sillier. Right, oh, that's episode thirty-eight in the bin. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>